This is the Nigerian Food Culture Podcast. Where we share perspectives on age-long and recent food cultures. It, it, it was an Eastern thing. By the way, it was called Agidi Jelof, not Jolof. And also not... analyze it through our own experiences and lenses. In fact, even if they put tomato in there, they won't stew by the mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. And that's authentic The Nigerian them. Food Culture. Let's talk the culture of food. everyone welcome to another episode nigerian food culture <laughs> we're, we're getting the hang of how we say this now uh, my name is atim of afro lems and i am Iko uko of wonky food platter today hmm <laughs> roadblock roadblock that's what we're talking about <laughs> obstruction <laughs> rules of obstruction in foods um, I, I, at first I was, when I labeled this um, episode I had said rules of obstruction in soups but I realized it's not no, just no, soups it's not, just it's not soups. about soups I mean obstruction in in a bowl of unkwabi <laughs> well, <laughs> obstruction in ACO. <laughs> <laughs> there's always obstructions yes. in foods um, but what are I mean apart from let, let me let you name some of the obstructions in soups that you know because I feel like you're more versed in this no you know um, I, th- I think it's this thing about meats and what a typical Nigerian will see as a nice plate of food um, is as if the the beef is struggling with the cow leg I mean the cow leg has to be pointing the snail has to be standing the the cow skin has to be lifting its back Ah, for some cultures, if you don't have all of that, it's not soup. And I know so many jokes where the man comes and sees one small piece of meat and they say, ah, ah, who is this uh, fly eye for? And the woman will be asking her, so how much did you drop for the soup? Like they say, soup weighs sweet, na money killer. So, you know, it's funny that you, you've listed all these things and somehow it hasn't crossed over that chicken is part of this mix mm, mm, well chicken could be there but you know i mean generally obstruction is more in soups you know and no that's the, what i'm saying yes so most times when people talk about obstruction they talk about the food they, they, it's, so it's they about marry beef parts they even marry seafood but yes. poultry they don't even mention that I, 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 I don't I, know why. I think as at that time, you didn't have too much of frozen chicken around <laughs> when the term obstruction came. But actually, if you're having like um, assorted meat stew, but even assorted meat stew, you don't have chicken exactly. in it. Exactly. Chicken is respected somehow. <laughs> and, you know, giving a diff, you know, some... There's a different treatment for f- it. For chicken. But, you know, generally obstruction is, you see, when I push my spoon in that <laughs> pot or so it should it should there should be some roadblocks but if um the thing is river niger and benway type of food where the spoon is moving easily <laughs> then there's no obstruction inside no, but then we've also we've also talked about this before where we've said that obstruction in soup is based on culture yes yes so and i and i think that obstruction so if i take a dish like ikban kuko Yes. Right? Ekwankuko is obstruct there's obstruction in Ekwankuko. Everywhere there. Right? But the obstruction still would never veer off into chicken. I I, I still I, I'm fighting for the right <laughs> of chicken to be in soups or in, in other dishes no, or be no. part of the family of obstruction. No, but leave chicken on its own. I mean, like I said, 
you know, you respect chicken <laughs> and keep chicken separately in the Nigerian context. Um, you know, the obstruction sometimes comes with bones. Okay. You know, yeah, but chicken have have bones now. I don't. I don't know why I'm chicken. Just, I'm just fighting for their rights. I don't know why chicken <laughs> didn't get in there. But you know, just talking about meat generally and the way a nice plate of food is described in the Nigerian context is as if you should not have space to even dip into mm. the source of the soup. Mm. Um, and of course, we know that of the problems of too much meat mm. and all of that. But certain cultures, it has to be there. And you know this thing about eating meat in between taking swallow. Mm. I mean, for my mom, it was just the bad habit <laughs> for you to eat and you chew meat at the same time. In some cultures, particularly in the southeast, you finish your food before you eat the meat. I don't, I don't know. Did I? Did that? Did I ever? No. To be honest, you of that way. No. I, I, no. You, hmm, 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 <laughs> I think that something. Well, let me say this: as as a child, you do not have the privilege of obstruction in soup or in any food. You did not touch your meat till you finished your rice. Yes. You didn't touch your chicken till you finished your rice. Like there was no pre like I think the obstruction conversation was very and I mm, the people that don't like feminism, sorry, <laughs> but it's very patriarchal. Yes. I hope I said that right. But mm -hmm. there was something about daddy of the house had to have that full plate yes. of all the meat. I don't even know if the women did. Not so much. I mean it was about who brought the bacon in. in. <laughs> well, in this case, the goat's meat in. <laughs> Maybe not bacon, but... Yes, it was about that more than anything else. So the, the woman felt obliged, you know, to make sure that, you know, she had a good representation of meats in the bowl because also there's that perception. I don't know whether it's coming from the standpoint of poverty, you know, where you were just used to eating without meat. So now that you now you have, have some... Small, mom, some coins. Some small change. You now want to flex with, uh, <laughs> with uh, plenty meat in the in the in the plate, but I think culturally, Southwest seems to um, score very high in that department of obstruction in the in the soups or in the dishes. Um, much less for mm. the Southeast. Mm. For the Southeast, I need to fill my stomach with the gari, mm. not ever gari, <laughs> gari, gari. <laughs> And then, you know, I can then eat the meat last. And yeah, also in some cultures, it looked like if you ate too much meat, it looked a bit of an, it was like, like you're not disciplined right. to be eating meat like that. I wonder if it's the same for the North. You know, for the North, the, the meats are generally served separate from the soup. Right. Uh, so you finish eating your shinkafa, mm. you, sorry, your tuo mm. with the soup, and then you then sit back to eat the meat. Mm. Uh, so it's it's um, different cultures serve meat differently. But like I said, you know, uh, the Southwest cause high on the obstruction matter. So I think there was also a conversation I was having with one of my friends where he said, that the size of the obstruction is also important. Mm -hmm. He said it has to be the right size. It can't be too big where in public he's eating it and it's messy. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't want to appear messy because mm -hmm. again, it's, it's still back to this appearance of being rich. 
right? Yes. So if the if there's a lot of obstruction on your plates, you still want to look like you're wealthy, which means if you're eating, you want to still look dignified <laughs> to some degree. That at least that's the assumption I'm making. Yes. But then he said that if it was too small, he now misses the the um he would have he, eaten it and, it's and not realizes after the fact when it's in his mouth that he's like oh this did was I just, did or I just this was meat or this yes. was that and he didn't want that yeah. he wanted to be aware mm-hmm. of the obstruction going into his mouth yes. before eating it yes and I wonder but would he eat um, ayamashi sauce then he said yes uh-huh. but because, that, because the obstruction is there the obstruction but, is there but, but they are tiny amount. yes but I'm also even finding that some people that make ayamashi sauce make it with bigger sizes of meats depending oh, okay, on okay, some okay. people okay but personally i mean that's not how i know to consume no, I, it i can't enjoy that too. i mean coming out of uh, <laughs> bankole more rice ah, designer rice i mean it oh has to be God. tiny meat kunkulu yes yeah, so tiny is even nice kunkulu meat every spoon should has carry to have the, something yeah to go with it but i also wonder though is it a generational thing would obstruction in food still be a conversation going forward I I I'm not sure um, obstruction would go away like that, um, and that's why the concept of assorted <laughs> meats even started. Where I want to have everything. I want to have shaki. I want to have uh, pomo. I want to have uh, cow leg. You know, I want to have everything. Um, stockfish when mm. people could really afford. You know, mm. stockfish and snail. Mm. It might not go away, but. I think the more people get conscious about health and as they grow older they then start to realize that yes some of those obstructions need to be reduced um because trust me the shaki and their body apart <laughs> with things you should not you know be eating so regularly but yes i, I, I think i think it would it would gradually i also drop. want uh, yeah it, it will drop but is the reason why it drops. So, if I, I think it's the type of dishes that will subsequently be eaten, okay. you know, because as people are doing less swallow, swallow. and soups, mm. um, yeah, it, it's, it will start to reduce. Um, it's either I'm eating uh, pasta with prawns, mm. uh, pasta with um, well, chicken even with, fillet. Even with those, how, the... The concept of obstruction is still present. I mean, that's not necessarily Somewhat. a Nigerian thing. Yeah, okay. Because they wouldn't give you just one whole prawn; they will cut it into smaller it's small bits. bits. Yeah. Yes. So, I, I think I think the the concept in the way it appears may not change, but I just wonder that would it be because of health, or would it be would it would the format change? What I mean by that is. And this is me speaking about the privileged mm-hmm. percentage of people. When they go out to dine, um, if you order steak, mm-hmm. it comes... I mean, if that steak was cut into smaller bits, you've had your obstruction <laughs> in your no, no, meal. No, no. no, you know, obstruction has to be in smaller bits. Because... No, no, that's what I'm saying. Because the obstruction, the term, comes from the fact that I put the spoon in, it will not allow the spoon to move. So that's that's what I'm saying. So I'm saying that would the change come because the dishes have changed? Well, maybe I've answered my question, Mm. but I'm just saying that when you go out to dine now and you order steak, Mm -hmm. 
you have it whole yes right which means you are now creating your own obstruction. obstruction even if that's now work but it's not in the same way that you would dine but then i'm trying to think of other nigerian dishes apart from soups mm-hmm. and stews that have this obstruction because if i take yam potage it's not in the same way no it's not in the same way first of all you don't have that quantity of meat yeah in yam potage or plantain potage um yeah it's is the soups in the main and um like i said is that when you're searching mm. you know just imagine a bit that woman in a buka Mm-hmm. You know, when you have pointed, you want beef, you should be searching that big <laughs> basin of stew for your shaki, for mm-hmm. you, for your cow skin or mm-hmm. pomo for you. So those are the obstructions. So the the the, the way we would express, mm-hmm. if I can use obstruction going forward, might be different if our eating habits also evolve. But just to touch on something you just said about the buka mm-hmm. and searching. I, rem- I I mean, if you go to Lagos Island, yes. some of those bookers there, when they put your amala or semu or whatever swallow you want, your stew and your ewedu mm-hmm. begui, sometimes they'll have that big roll of pomo. Yes. Then they'll have warm meat. Mm-hmm. And then maybe if you are rich like that, shaki. Which still ends up as three items on the plate mm-hmm. versus multiple smaller ones. Yes. So I wonder if it's already changing. Depending on where you is that go. not economy? <laughs> is that not a factor of economy? No, because no, or maybe I'm saying more from the stress of cutting it because now you're having it whole, like whole. No, I, you know, I remember um, time passed mm. when I used, you know, at work, you know, we wanted to go to Yakoyo on Ikorodu Road. Mm-hmm. The way we ordered was, you know, you we ordered for your pounded yam or amala, whatever. The girl would ask, um, Egusiwa, Amalawa, sorry, Egusiwa, Efowa, you take your vegetable mm. or the uh, Gusi mm. or the Ewedu, mm. jute, jute leaves or okra. And then we would request that she brings the meat in a separate bowl. Okay. That is the obstruction. You know, for us, we then picked, but that was then, <laughs> there was no COVID. <laughs> Now you're not sharing nothing. We're not counting our pennies. <laughs> no, no, no. The economy wasn't yeah. the way it is yeah. today. So we could sit there and have one bowl. And trust me, the kind of things we had on those plates were fresh and fish. You did not bring home for me. Fresh fish. Ah, okay. But that's a different Panla, which is stock fish. Mm-hmm. And stock fish chunks, not mm-hmm. the head. Then we had snail. We had cow leg. We, re- we really did beef. We mm. would then have ogufe, which mm. is goat meat. Mm-hmm. It was all part of this obstruction. And, you know, you pick, um, you know, they were fairly big chunks, I must say. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I guess, yeah, what you just described is coming out of individuals now mm-hmm. eating. Then you might as well put the big chunks for them. But, mm-hmm. you know, yes, with the big chunks, you tear with your teeth, you know. <laughs> you know, Nigerians, we don't like... Um, eating daintily mm. if i'm not tearing that meat i'm pulling <laughs> and, it to the and east sucking the bone and, and sucking the bone and chewing on the crab you know no it's there, there was something someone said recently where this when i asked about obstruction and they mentioned bones yes. and the hate for bones and not wanting that to be in the way mm-hmm. but, that, but that is part of obstruction 
Yes. <laughs> so I think maybe also depends on the bones. Yes. I, it depends I, I, on whether it's fish bone, like the really delicate fish mm, bone, no. which now just that's piercing you. No, no, or no, 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 no. Or like bis- brisket's bone. Brisket mm. bone. I'm not gonna say biscuits bone. <laughs> <laughs> brisket bone. Um, it, I think it all depends. But I wonder with obstruction, is there with with the different genders is there a preference for environment to consume so oh, yes, so for me absolutely for me oh, I, i'd rather eat amala at home where there's no bone in my meat mm-hmm. no outside sorry yes. where there's no bone in my meat mm-hmm. so i'm one of those people that will go to knock and i'm like okay let's just have some amala <laughs> you know some abula <laughs> I still go to mm-hmm. what's the name Adisha Fair in Ikeja mm. to get my amala but eating it in public I'd much rather eat it without bones and if we're saying bones are obstruction are important in obstruction do men feel the same way or is there something with pride there I, I, I don't you see the, the whole thing about obstruction yeah, it could be with bone or without bone when when a cook, you know, male or female, describes ah that pot of soup. There was a lot of obstruction. They might not necessarily be talking about bones, yeah. uh, you know, attached to the meat. Mm-hmm. They're just talking about the variety mm-hmm. of um, meats, you know, or meat parts you have in there. Um, for them, it is about the accessibility to the source of mm-hmm. that um, soup. Um, but you know for me personally to enjoy obstruction you have to eat with your hands <laughs> and so um oh that's another in, thing obstruction and fork and knife will probably no, not work. no 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 <laughs> in a buka yes because you'll be given you know water to wash hands and all of that yes you can you know really get down you know to eat uh but again obstruction and health, you know, is something we need to consider. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I think for our episode, we've we've done a decent job talking about <laughs> obstruction in, in foods. Um, if you know any other foods that we probably didn't think about that have a good amount of obstruction dish dish. yes a a dish Mm. that has a good amount of obstruction please let us know leave a comment um tell us about it um engage with us Uh, you know for me i also want to add something okay this is on this on the nutrition side uh for the lady in the house who feels that she has to load her husband's bowl with all sorts of meats and a man in the house that feels he needs to load it himself Actually, it's the children that need the protein. Thank you. Fight for us. Children's lives matter. (laughs) It's the children in the house that need the protein. I mean, look, after a certain age, we have challenges with our digestive system digesting those proteins uh, but the children are still growing they're the ones that need the beef the chicken much more than the adults uh, for for adults you know eating so much we're just entertaining the mouth you know it's just not that we don't need protein at all but we don't need as much as we are consuming I mean let's spread the protein around you know, you know let's not keep it just share the love share the love of, <laughs> of, of obstruction <laughs> share the love of obstruction all right 
right. Um, so thank you guys for joining us today. We had an amazing time discussing rules of obstruction, in, which is meats in, 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 in foods. <laughs> rules, rules of obstruction in foods. Um, if you have anything to any any dishes that, like I said, we didn't mention, please leave a comment. Let us know. Uh, follow us on Nigerian Food Culture on Instagram, and I'm at Afro Lems, and I'm at One Q Food Platter, and just you know engage with us. Let's know if you like these podcasts and we we will continue to do them. We we need to be sure that we're not just here blabbing um yeah like I'm doing right now. <laughs> but I, I mean it was just something that we thought we'd share some of our conversations that we already have anyway. Yes, yes. Um and we thought they were interesting enough to share with the world so that's what we're doing now. Yes and you know, I guess somewhere in there somebody just gets to know us better that's nigerians yeah you get to know us better and our relationship with our food yes yes <laughs> so thank you for joining us and for till till the next episode it's bye, bye for now bye thank, thank you thank you for listening to the nigerian food culture podcast 